Hello and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show where we help other moms to feel empowered to create a business while raising their kids. I am your host, Alyssa Morton, author of Welcome to the Room Mama. As a mom of two kids under two years old, I built five businesses before I was 26. On this show, we like to bring you a variety of moms in different phases and stages to share their stories, heart-learned lessons, and shed light into how they built their own successful businesses while raising their families. Tune in every week as we spotlight a new empowering mompreneur to help you on your journey of mompreneurship and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode. Let's get into it. Podcasts are my favorite way to absorb content as a mompreneur, especially when commuting to a work conference, meeting, or event. I know you love podcasts as much as I do, so that's why I created Fire Fridays. Similar to a book club, every week I email you a podcast episode that I recently listened to that sparked inspiration, a new idea, or a question to consider for my growth and development as a mompreneur. And I want to share it with you. So get on the fire list at listmorton.com slash fire. That's L-Y-S-S-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com slash fire, F-I-R-E. You know how much I love bringing you incredible mompreneurs to share inspiration and their tips, ideas, strategies, and just everything that they have learned in their journey. Today's episode, we get to interview my dear friend. I met her at PodFest and it feels like we've been friends forever. Her name is Kelly Heil and she is a children's author. She's the host of the Moms Who Create podcast and she's got big ideas for her future. I'm so excited to bring Kelly on the podcast today to share how she built her podcast, the way that we just keep showing up, even when we don't seem to be getting any results and just trying to figure out our way because we never know what we're doing. It's all trial and error. And as long as you keep showing up consistently, you're going to find exactly what you love to do. So let's get into this episode. Kelly, I'm so excited to have you on the Making Mommy Move show. Welcome to the room, mama. Oh, well, thank you for having me in the room. I love talking to you so much. You're one of my like new favorite people. <laughs> and I love your podcast, just everything. So thank you so much for having me on here. Likewise, my friend, we only met like a month ago at PodFest. And it's so crazy because it seems like it's been so much longer than a month. But in that time, we've also gone, you've, I've gone on your podcast, you come at my lives, like help with the book launch, like everything's been so great, like talking to you and we're trying to make this like a regular thing. So I'm excited to chat with you because you've got your own community that you're building. You've got a successful podcast, you've got a book club, you've are a published author. You help talk to other authors and promote them on your show. So I love everything that you do. So let's talk a little bit about the way that you're building your community because you want it to be like pure, like you don't want it to feel like a business. And I love that about you because it's so genuine. So can you share a little bit about like starting your journey? Yeah. So basically let's start at the beginning. I... So when I, we're going to go way back. It was a dark and stormy night when I was born. No, it actually was though. Like side note, my mom said that the electricity in the hospital went out when I was being born. So I was like, maybe that's why I like spooky things. And I was born in October. Anyway, we won't go back that far. Let's go back to (laughs) when I decided to start the podcast. Because really before that, I was an artist. I had my art degree. I have my art degree. And I had one self-published children's book out. My Day at the Art Museum. I did that in 2019. And I was having fun doing my creative stuff. 
But when I first started and I had my first daughter, she's the love of my life. And well, both of my kids are. I had a really tough time with the whole balance of um, mom life and creative life. I was always the person that actually said I was not, I was never going to have kids, which is so interesting because now I like, my husband's like, let's have a third. And I'm like, no, I'm in mid thirties. We're not going to have a third. But not that I didn't like kids. I was like, I like to travel and do this and that. So I'm probably, I was never in that mindset of like, I'm always going to have kids. So anyway, so I had my first daughter. It was hard to find that balance because I was so used to, you know, painting, doing my art stuff and just being in that zone. And when you put a newborn in the mix, you really have to focus on that newborn. And it was so hard to do my art and do my things. And I just didn't know how to balance it. Anyway, fast forward, I needed something for me. So I decided to write a book, children's book. Let's do this. And I dedicated it to my daughter, Charlotte, when she was like one, I went to an art museum and I was like, okay, let's, let's, I got really inspired by it. So I just did this. And the girl in the book, her name's Charlotte, which, you know, everyone's like, okay, now your second one, Shelby, you got to have a book. Where's your book for her? It's her name needs to be in a book. And I'm like, I know, I know I'm getting there. I have like so many books I'm working on now. I just need to finish them. Really, it's just do the illustrations. Anyway, sorry, I get too much backstory. So I did the book and then I thought, hey, I love listening to podcasts. I want to start a podcast for moms that was like me a few years ago when I was just kind of lost. I absolutely love being a mom, but I don't know how to still be me, you know, the the Kelly before she became a mom. And I I wish I had I never really reached out to anybody. So I was like, I wish I had a podcast I could listen to then. I mean, there might have been. I I didn't know of someone telling me that, hey, you can be a mom and you can be an artist. You can be a mom and you can be an author. And here's how, basically, you know, here's some encouragement from other moms that are doing it to help you on your journey of doing it. So that's why I started the Moms Who Create podcast, because I wanted to help people and show them that there are people doing what you want to do. And at the end of all my episodes, I have moms give advice to people listening. Like, okay, if someone came up to you, a mom, and she was tired, because we're all tired and we're all, when we have little kids, we have like baby puke on our shoulder and Sometimes the last thing you want to do is do something creative or do something for you, whether it be because of mom guilt or just because you're tired. So I always ask people, okay, if someone came up to you and was like, wow, look what you're doing and you have kids and you've created this and you've done that. How? Like, how do you do it? What would you say to those moms listening and tell them how they can start something? Which is really the basis of why I created the podcast. So people listening in can be like, okay, oh, okay, she's doing it. Here's how she does it. Okay, maybe I'm going to jot this down, bite-sized chunks of what I want to do throughout the day. Just start with five minutes. Like you said, Alyssa, I think it was it was either in the live or you're on my podcast and you were like, even if like you don't feel like doing it, just do like five minutes. Just do like a tiny, tiny bit, like a little bite-sized chunk of it. And you know, you at least did some of it. Some moms say like, if you want to write a book, write five minutes a day. You don't have to have a couple hours during the day where you just sit down. You have to have everything perfect, have your coffee or tea and your desk and quietness and write. So many moms that I talk to on the podcast, write like on Google Docs on their phone and pick up line to go pick up their kids, which I love that. Like that's like making the time. And I also talk about like being intentional and you have to do things on purpose. In the past few weeks, I've 
wanted to read more. I'm actually doing so good on my reading goal this year. Me too. Me too. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And it, for me, it's been... So I love reels, love TikToks, love to look at them. But I was like, man, this is all I'm doing. This is all I'm doing is scrolling at nighttime or, you know, so I told myself the past couple of weeks, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this experiment instead of, now I've still been on a little bit, but instead of just scrolling on reels at night, anytime I just want to do that, like when I'm laying with my three-year-old, she always wants me to lay in her bed um, when she goes to sleep. So, so, okay, instead of just scrolling through or watching YouTube videos, I'm going to have my Kindle or like a book if it's light and I'm just going to read instead. And dude, I've been like flying through books because I see how much time that I spend on things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Reading matters to me, you know? So I, I see how, how much time I spend on things that really don't matter. Now, then I'll pick my time. I, I'm intentional about reels. It sounds so dumb, doesn't it? Okay. Well, now I'm going to allow myself to get on Instagram or get on TikTok to mindlessly scroll and laugh for a little bit. Like I, instead of just doing it when I just want to like zone out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it now. It kind of makes it more fun. I tell my husband, I'm like, get ready for your phone to explode. Cause I'm going to send you like 20 reels probably in the next five minutes. (laughs) But Anyway, going back to what I was saying about the podcast, it started in a place of just sadness, not sadness because I was a mom, because it was like the best thing ever, but because I was like, I don't think I know how, how do you live life as a mom and and a, and a creative and even just how to live life as a mom, because you can read all the mom books, you can read the newborn books, but until you are actually in the position of a mom with a newborn, you don't know, you know, you don't know the tiredness and, and everything that comes, comes along with that. And it's so beautiful, but it's also scary. And you have to really find your way and figure out how to live. So So anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. So here I am now. <laughs> yeah, I want to ask, like, I want to dig in a little bit in that piece. Like, since you've been doing the podcast for so long now, like, you've been had the opportunity to interview all these moms that are doing the thing, like, they're writing books or they're building businesses or they're creating pieces of art while being a mom. What are some of the key things that you've noticed? Like, are there any like common denominators that are like all of these moms are doing this? Like, any kind of patterns that you're noticing? Yeah. So, a few. Sometimes I hear the same the same things and it's like, yes, yes, yes. We're all figuring this out. A lot of things. Okay. So one of them was what we just talked about, what you said. Even if you have to do it just five minutes a day, this is what I hear a lot. Just, just do it for five minutes a day. If you want to make art, this, I talked to one mom where she said she like had little, little kids. So she would put up one of the gates, you know, at her like studio area. So doors open, she can see the kids, they're playing. Hey, 15 minutes, mommy's going to be here doing this painting. Like I can see you, you're right here. We're essentially in the same space, but I'm just letting you know, like telling your kids, okay, I'm going to be right here doing this. I'm putting the gate up because I don't want you to get pain on you. I want to be in the zone for a minute, put one AirPod in, whatever, but I'm just going to do this for 15 minutes. You know, if you want to write, you don't have to find that space. You don't have to sit down in complete silence to write, find the time in the pickup line, find time 
you know, a lot of people don't want to get up early or stay up too late. Okay, we'll get up five minutes more. If you usually get up at 6.30 in the morning, get up at 6.25. Just start with that five minutes and do that. That's been a common piece of advice that a lot of people have said. Especially when you have little kids, you're not going to have the perfect time to sit down and do your stuff. So don't wait. You cannot wait for that time where it's like, okay, now I can sit down and write. I can sit down and paint. I can sit down and do whatever I want to do because it's not going to happen. You have to create that time. So just here and there, find the time. Just find the time. That's a big, big one. Uh, Let's see. Mindset. So put away the mom guilt. So even if you feel like you have the time, as a mom, we'll be like, well, I have to do the laundry. I have to do the dishes. I have to clean up. If your kids are at school, you know, when you're, you're at home, if you're like me, my daughter's at preschool right now. So four hours a week, just four hours a week, I get by myself unless I like send her to my mom's house or, you know, let her go play somewhere. But I get those four hours a week while she's at preschool. And the mom guilt, not the mom guilt, I could say the wife guilt. It comes in. So I drop her off and I come home like, okay, I have two hours. And I look at the dishes or I look at mm-hmm. things in the house, like the girls, I need to make their beds. I need to clean up their toys. So it's like, well, they're not here to follow me and make the mess behind me as I clean it up. So I should probably clean, be cleaning right now. And then I think, well, it's, it's so quiet in here. Let me put on, let me put on, you've got mail for the 500th time in the background. You know, <laughs> I love that movie. Or it's like, no, I need to be working on my podcast. If I need to be working on this, it's so quiet. I want to have this time. So one common thing that a lot of moms have said is like, throw away the mom guilt when you're by yourself, when you have the time, instead of having to make the time when it comes to you, dishes can wait. Laundry can wait. Your husband's not going to get mad at you if he doesn't have any socks right now. (laughs) He'll be fine. (laughs) You know, mom guilt is big in so many ways. It can be when your kids are around, but you want to do something for just a couple of minutes. Like, hey, you do this. I'm going to be right here doing this. Or when they're not around, when they're at school and you think, well, I should be cleaning the room. I should be doing this. Like, no, that's a good time to take for yourself. I talked to one mom where when she was starting her business and she's very successful now, she said she had to put away the mom guilt because she wasn't allowing herself to do anything when her kids were awake. And it just depends on your situation, you know, and, and how you want to live your life. I'm not telling people how to live their life. I'm just giving suggestions or advice if you're looking for something. So she said when she when all her kids were playing on the floor, she would sit on the floor with them. And then when they were all kind of on autopilot playing, she'd get her laptop out. So she'd still be sitting in the floor with them. She would be trying to start her business, one hand on her computer, one hand over here building Legos. So she was like, I was still present because I still wanted to be present with them at that time. But I said, hey, mommy's going to play with you, but she's going to work at the same time. I'm still on the floor with you. We're still playing. You know, if you really need me to do something, I'll put my laptop aside, but I'm going to have my laptop here working and playing Legos at the same time. And she's like super successful now. And I was like, that's good. Like, that's cool that you found. You weren't like, no, I feel bad if I'm going to have my laptop here. No, but it's true. Like going back to that piece, like you laying in bed, like scrolling on TikTok or reels, like it's the same thing. If you were on the floor with them, like how many of us would actually be on our phone scrolling on TikTok and also playing with Legos? So it's just swapping it. You're swapping the piece. So instead of scrolling, you're being intentional about building your business, writing your book, starting your podcast, doing whatever you had envisioned. Like you're just, it's a variable. Like you're just swapping, you know? Right. 
I'm going to get some backlash for this. It's amazing how much free time we actually have. And we say we don't actually have. I agree. It's mismanagement of time. Mismanagement. Oh, yes. That's that's perfect. That's true. We don't have a ton of free time. I mean, I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Like I said, my three-year-old's only at preschool four hours a week total. But even when they're at home, even when they're, they're doing something on their own or, you know, before they get up, after they go to sleep, because our kids go to sleep early. You just have to really, I overuse the word, be intentional, but you have to live your life on purpose and you have to find the time because you really do have more time than you think. Everybody's in a different position, of course, like no one, whether it's like a, you know, some disability or, or a sickness or, you know, something else going on, your job, how your hours that you work, if you work outside the home, whatever it is. So not everyone is like the same in the same position, but you have more time than you think. You have to, when you're, when you're doing mindless things, be like, wait, okay, what am I doing? Do I need to do this right now? Is there something else I could be working on? Could I be more productive right now? We have the moments where we don't want to be productive. Like my husband, when I first met him, he was the type of guy that was like, I have to be productive 24-7. I can't do anything fun, essentially. That's how my husband and I were for a long time. Yeah. We're just now starting to create space to like take care of ourselves and go for walks and play with the kids and like trying to be intentional. It's like getting clarity on exactly what actually needs to be done and also like what is really doing the most for us right now. Cause I'm sure you're familiar with like the 80-20 principle that like 20% of out of the hundred percent, twenty percent is actually like bringing in the most money. Or you're out of a hundred percent of your clients, twenty percent of the ones that are actually sharing all your content and like happy to buy from you. So it's like focusing in on that twenty percent instead of the whole hundred percent. So like for us, like which businesses are bringing in the most income? Like these are the ones that we need to dive more into. These strategies, you know, like really getting clear on what you're working on, whether that's your book, your podcast, the way that you're spending your time, if you know exactly what is going to move the needle in your business or your life, like your goal, focusing on that. Yeah. Sorry. I want to ask you, because you have your children's book. So what was it like for you to write that and get it published? So when I first started, I had no idea what I was doing. And I am very honest with that when I start anything. When it was done and I put it out, I didn't tell anybody that I was writing it. I didn't even tell my mom. The only person that knew was my husband. And I'd never really done anything like that before. I'd never written a book. I never even... I mean, I thought it would be fun, but I was never like, I'm going to write a book one day. I'm going to write a book one day. Never really did that. I think it was like the precursor to the podcast. I was like, okay, I'm going to do something for me. What is it? What is it? But I want to include my kids. So whenever we went to this art museum, I, I shouldn't know this because I did my book about it. I'm pretty sure it was Cleveland. I think it was Cleveland, Ohio. We went up there and went to this like super cool hipster like coffee shop before. I brought my little one-year-old in this super hipster coffee shop and it was fun. And I just got so inspired from that. And that's what started me started me like wanting to, okay, I'm going to write a children's book. I don't, honestly, I don't know what, there wasn't a moment where I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. It was like, it popped into my head. I was driving home from this workout class fit for mom. It's like a mommy and me kind of workout class. I was driving home and I was like, I'm going to write a book. It just came into my mind. It was this like ordained thing. And I texted my husband at a stoplight, of course. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to, um, I'm going to write a children's book and illustrate it. 
<laughs> and up to this point, I never really followed through with anything. And we were freshly married. And he was like, um, okay. Like, he's very supportive. Yeah. He's like very supportive, but it wasn't like overly supportive. Like, yeah, go Kelly. He was like, um, okay, we'll see if that happens. Sure. <laughs> so I started like working on it. And even though I went to school for art, I was very like um, 2D. I didn't, I wasn't very good at like an illustrator, Photoshop, any of that. So I literally asked my husband and Google things. I was like, wait, how do you, okay, how do I do this on here? I was like just teaching myself how to do all these things because I was just so excited. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And then he could see that I was like, actually going to do it. He's like, all right, all right, well here, let's, you know, my husband's just a genius. So he's like, do this, do this. And I was creating this. I wrote the manuscript. I went on, um, I think it, it was the fiber Upwork. I went on Upwork and I just hired somebody for like 20 bucks to edit my, you know, small children's book manuscript. I was like, Hey, this is my like first thing that I've really written. Can you give me some feedback on this? And she was absolutely wonderful. I ended up giving her more money, I think, because she was just like so helpful. So she edited it for me. And I then Googled like, okay, how do I get this published? I was like, I don't know that whole publishing world, like traditionally publishing, traditional publishing. So I was like, I'm going to do self-publishing. Didn't know anything about it. So I Googled how to self-publish a book, learned all about it, picked Ingram Spark. And then just follow the directions, essentially. And it was so much fun. I put everything in. It's not the best book. It's not this groundbreaking book. But I love it so much. And I learned so much from it that I can't wait to do the next ones. So, okay. All in this with whenever it was just about to come out, like my publishing date, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't do anything. I was like, I told my husband when it's on you know, target.com, Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Then I'll tell everybody that I published a book. Looking back, I'm like, Kelly, that was like the worst way ever to market your book. Wait till it's out and then do it. So I'm not going to do that going forward. But I went to my mom's house when it was like on all the websites and it was available. And I was like, okay, I think it was like the next day. It wasn't even same day it came out. (laughs) Can you believe this? So I went over there and I was like, I, I just like got it up on my phone on Amazon. I showed my mom. She's like, what is that? I was like, I wrote a book. <laughs> and then like, she's like, what? I was like, I wrote a book and you can, you can buy it if you want. <laughs> Kelly, you're adorable. Yes, I know. I, I, I don't know. And they were like, there's like some mindset pieces in here that I think are really important for everybody because like first, like you felt the confidence, like when you finished it, that you're like, I followed through on something that I committed to. And now you're, you've got this confidence built up in yourself that you can do the thing. Like, even if you had no idea, like how to do it before you learned how to do it. And then as you're moving forward, like you're learning all these things, like, okay, on the next one, I'm definitely going to be marketing leading up to it so that I can have pre-sales and pre-orders and try to get a big launch happening and bestseller lists and all of these kinds of things, get as many people buying it as possible, doing all the launch stuff. And There's also like, I don't know if this is for you or if you relate to this, but for me, I tend to keep things a secret too, like you, like when I'm working on something, I keep it close to me. And mainly like my reasoning for doing that is that I don't want anybody else to pee all over my idea. Like I want to feel the inspiration. I want to keep moving forward with it. So I don't know if that's why you also kept it secret to yourself or not, but like, I'm curious, you know, what that looked like for you. Okay. So mine, mine's actually, it's, it's a different reason. And I feel differently about how I do things now. But then I was 
coming out of my twenties, I wasn't amazing like you are in my twenties, Alyssa. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy cow, I was not doing this stuff at your age. Not that I'm old, but I'm 34. But um, I never. I had all these big dreams, big ideas, stuff I wanted to do. But I mean, admittedly, I would never follow through with it. I would never finish it. I started a lot of things, but I would never finish them. It's been more of a late 20s, really early 30s when I finally was like, let's go. I have all these things I want to do and I can do it. Like I, we can, I can do this. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but here we are. So, um, but at the time, since I never really followed through with a lot of these big things I wanted to do, I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody just in case I don't, just in case I don't finish, no matter what step I am at in this process, in case I don't finish, I don't want that. Like, I don't want people asking me, so how's your book coming along? Is your, are you almost done? Are you, are you going to do it? Like, is it going to be here? Is it going to do, you know, all the questions, all the things. And I didn't want to get to the point that I had been at up to that point and been like, well, I just ran out of time or I didn't do it. I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone, anybody until I've actually you know, done it. And I can understand that. That was, that was it. So I didn't, that was really my reasoning. It's just like, just in case I don't finish this, I'm not going to tell anybody. It's interesting though. Like that could have flipped also, because that could have been your motivation, like, like an added motivation and added accountability to keep you moving forward too. That's how I feel now. Like not saying that I've done all this amazing stuff, but now if I start like the 2020 vision, like looking back, yeah. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'll tell somebody like, I'm going to do this. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put a date in my calendar. It's going to be done by this time. Now I need to finish my books. So that's one thing I'm like, oh, I'll get to that. But I feel more, I don't know. It's not confident, but I feel more secure in myself and my abilities and things that I can do. So now I feel like it's okay to tell people that if I'm, that I'm working on something or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, even if it sounds out there crazy too much because that's what I tell people on the podcast, you know, like we can do anything like as a human, not just a mom as a human, you can literally almost, I'll say almost because we all can't be an astronaut. I mean, maybe, but you know what I mean? Within these limitations, you can do anything like writing a book. You can do that. If you really want to go for it, you can absolutely 100% do it. So that mindset change and that like shift in how I was thinking instead of like, well, I want to do this, but I don't know if I can. Now I'm like, oh, I want to do this. I can do it. I have to make time for it and I have to make sure I complete it, but I can do it and I will do it. So that's how it's different from when I was, you know, in my 20s. And I was like, I want to do this, but I don't think I can. Now I'm like, I can totally do it. I just have to finish it. Kelly, make sure you finish it. Like, So now if I tell somebody I'm going to do something, like you said, it's like that accountability. So it's like, okay, Kelly, you said you're going to do this and you tell all these other moms that they can do it. You have to make sure you listen to your own advice and that you do it too. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, good. Thank you for that. So that's where I am right now in my mindset with with life. And sometimes I shoot too big when I think of all these things I'm going to do or I'm going to go. And and um, it's like, we have to keep in mind, like it has to be one at a time. Like we can't yeah, focus on yes. so many things all at once. Like it's difficult. <laughs> like before you feel burnt out, I would know. I would definitely know. <laughs> oh, I you bet. Gave some really good like advice that you need to have a date. Like you need to set that date for yourself. And whether that's a launch date for your book or your podcast, or you want to have this project done, or 
whatever you're organizing that you have this dream and this vision for, you need to have a date because if not, like you're never going to feel that urgency to get it done. My husband feels this recently in one of our businesses, we have like a preservation and he's like, for some reason, I just feel like a lack of urgency to do it. And I'm like, why? Like we tell them three months, like, why are you waiting until two months before or whatever? Like, so it's like, you need to have these deadlines for yourself, whether it's like one month, like at the end of this day, this, these tasks need to be done, whether it's all done in one day or not, but smaller containers, having the deadlines and just showing up for yourself, it's going to get it done. That's so true. It's so true. Don't look at everything as like one big picture. I'll do that with like my children's books that I've written. I just have, they're all, I have about three, no, four. I have four written that just need illustrated that I'm actually thinking of reaching out to another mom that's an artist and having her do it because like, I'm, I'm like, I'm okay at it. Right. But like, I kind of want to get them out and just have someone else do it to support them and do like a style that I maybe can't draw, you know, like to have a, I don't know, something that I really want in my mind and to know that just because I'm an artist, you know, it doesn't mean that I have to illustrate my own books. Let's support another mom and have her do it. Let's collaborate together and make some cool books. Mm -hmm. So I can't look at all of my books and then the fun novel I'm writing. I can't look at it all at like one big clump because I'll be like, oh, I have so much to do. Then I don't work on it because that's what I've done in the past. I won't work on it. You avoid it like the plague. You'll you like, avoid it, right? Yeah. I feel that about my bookkeeping all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like what I've done recently is I made a prior- priority list of my books, what I want to work on. Okay, here's four children's books. This one I want illustrated first. So then I just put these like subcategory. Okay, find an illustrator. I have someone edit it here. And it makes it so much easier instead of looking at it. Like I have all these things I want to do and get out, but it's like going to take forever. No, I'll just start with this one. Check, 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 check. You know, that it makes it so easy. It makes it so much faster too. Yeah. Bite sizes. Like you can't eat a whole elephant at once. You have to take it one bite at a time. I mean, I wouldn't eat an elephant, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, this has been so fun, Kelly. I love talking to you. You've got such a great energy and personality. And I know that everybody's going to go listen to your podcast so that they can surround themselves with more incredible women that are just creating incredible things in this life and sharing their resources and their wisdom with everybody. So can you just share with everybody one last time what your podcast is and where they can listen to it and also your book club and where they can you know, interact with you? Yeah. So my podcast is the Moms Who Create podcast. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts. And you can go to uh, momswhocreate.com. That's my website. And it will tell you all about the podcast. Uh, There's a a link to our book club. Every month we meet one day and we just discuss one book. Hopefully, if uh, sometimes we don't make enough time to read books. And if you like reading, say, hey, this month you can just get at least one book read come even if you don't finish the book let's just chat about it so we also have a facebook group it's well you can go to moms who create podcast on facebook and then we have a moms who create book club group on facebook you can join to chat about books and then instagram and facebook i'm pretty active on more so instagram than facebook but not tiktok i just can't i can't try (laughs) i'm okay i can't I can't. I finally figured out how to add words to different like parts of my reel. Remember when I was asking you that? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I finally figured that out. So we're good. But yeah, Instagram is where you can find at Moms Who Create Podcast. 
And Kelly Heil. That's my Instagram too. I love it. Everything will be in the show notes for everybody so they can click and, you know, get to you quickly. Thank you again for being on here and for sharing your wisdom with us and your experience and just to encourage everybody to go after whatever they want to create. Thank you so much for having me on here. And I get so inspired and encouraged by listening to you, Alyssa. So thank you. Yeah, the <laughs> Building a business while raising your kids isn't for the faint of heart. And it's easier when you're guided along your journey from someone that's walked the walk before you and continues the journey along with you. By growing five successful businesses before I turned 26, earning six figures in my first year of business, and engrossing myself in the entrepreneurial journey with two kids under two, I learned many hard lessons in mindset, time management, productivity, mom guilt, and entrepreneurship. I lay it all on the table for you in my Amazon best-selling book, Welcome to the Room Mama. 